It's officially Pac-12 Media Day. What will we learn about the Utah football team? And what will Kyle Whittingham, Cam Rising, and Cole Bishop have to tell us about the upcoming 2023 season? All that and more on today's Locked on Utes. You are Locked on Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hello, everyone, and thank you for making Lockdown Utes your first listen every single day. We are available on all platforms, including YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. My name is JT Wizard, so former intern inside the University of Utah Athletic Department. If this is your first time tuning into our show, make sure you guys like and subscribe. Love to interact with you guys in the comments, and you can follow our show at Lockdown Utes or my personal handle at JT Wizard. On today's show, we're talking all things Pac-12 Media Day as it relates to Utah's immediate future and long-term future in the conference. The second segment, we'll be talking some media rights stuff, and in order to help us do all of that, it's Josh Furlong of KSL.com. And Josh, I think the first thing, as is anything when it relates to the media, usually like what we're going to be able to first hear from is everyone's excited to hear from Kyle Whittingham for the first time really this summer overall. And it's been a while since you had back at a back at spring ball. And we've heard like a thing or two from him. He's popped up doing a different media thing. But this is right before the season started. So I think Coach Witt is the one I'm the most excited to hear from. You will be in attendance at Pac-12 Media Day. So I am curious what you were going to ask him in a second. But the first thing, just in general, I'm looking forward to hearing him speak about. There's a lot of general stuff he'll speak on, right? Like just about the upcoming season, the schedule, all of that. But a lot of that because of spring ball still and just the upcoming stuff, we're going to get to hear from him about a lot. I'm always curious about what's kind of changed over the summer. And by that, what I mean, who's going to step up, which guys is he really excited about, which transfers coming in like a Leovani Damuni. I feel like he's going to be excited to talk about him. Those are who I'm kind of excited to hear him about. Is he going to shout out Jaquinda Jackson saying he thinks he's in for a monster season or something like that. That's kind of what I'm most looking forward to. Are you looking forward to that? Or is there something else that you're particularly excited to ask coach Wood about? Yeah. I mean, I mean, this is one of those things where you're not going to get a ton from him, especially since he, mm-hmm. you know, he hasn't put his team through fall camp yet. And so any observations that he has is still kind of speculation to some extent, right? Like they obviously have a, a good understanding of what these players are doing in the summer. Uh, they see them in their summer conditioning as well as, you know, all the other stuff that they, they have to take part in. So, um, you know, it, it, it still hasn't resonated on the field because they're not on there yet. So uh, th- there's not a lot of in-depth stuff that you're going to get that way. But, but like you said, like I'm more curious looking at, you know, who has made the biggest leap. I think every single season, you know, there's somebody you know, maybe they hit the weight room harder or maybe they've spent extra time working on routes or or throwing or whatever that may be. You know, this is this is the opportunity where we haven't seen them for a few months. Now, now what's happened, you know, and we get we get little glimpses through photos that Utah football tweets out or, or shares on Instagram or TikTok, whatever that may be. Um, but now's an opportunity to get the head man talking uh, about what what he sees, right, what he's excited about for the season. And, you know, anybody that's obviously followed Coach Witt over his his long tenure at Utah knows that this isn't going to be some deep dive into you know what he thinks about his team or anything that way. He'll he'll give some uh, general points and talk about you know his defense and talk about you know his improvement and in what Cam's doing. Um, but for me, you know the biggest the biggest thing that I think you know me and anybody else that's going to be there is is what is the status of Cam? Yeah. You know what what is he his health? Obviously, we've seen some pictures out there that kind of shows that Cam's been able to do some things that. Yes. Um, kind of show that he's he's making progress. I would say so. Diving off the diving board, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, I think there's definitely things that uh, you know that that's going to take the the large portion of it, in in my opinion. 
No, you're 100% right. I think that just Cam is the biggest like cloud of mystery over this team. And yes, Cam has continued to say he's been healthy on Bill Riley showing all of that. But I just think when you suffer an injury like that, until we get to that first game and see you out there, there are going to continue to be those questions and everything. And I'm curious how Cam is going to answer those questions too. And speaking of Cam, I think that is the person we're all and the next most excited to hear from. Although it is, it's a loaded Utah schedule a little bit. You get Kyle Whittingham, Cam Rising, Cole Bishop, of course, but you also get Mark Harlan. We're going to talk about him a little bit later being in attendance. But as for Cam, look, obviously the biggest thing, as you mentioned, is going to be the health. We're going to ask him about that. I do believe too, he mentioned on Bill Riley's show, like he had a test this up, like this current week. We just didn't, haven't heard from him again. Mm. He's going to be asked those questions on Friday. So I'm curious to see if he mentions how that test went and how he's feeling about everything. I expect him to continue to keep the same kind of mantra like hey i'll be ready for the florida game and all of that and uh speaking of the florida game too i think that's one thing i'm really curious about just because we are getting closer to the florida game and everything i just when you're such an ultra competitor like cam and you know in the back of your mind that you made the like the interception on the last play of the game that ended your team's chance to win utah did not lose that game because of cam but just knowing what a type of competitor cam is i'm sure he does feel a large weight for that loss so i'm really personally just curious to see how he's approaching that game and i'm sure he's going to be asked by it because it is an early week one matchup on a huge stage i'm excited to hear just his thoughts on an opportunity to go out there and kind of get retribution for what happened last year yeah, exactly. I mean, touching on your first point, I mean, Cam's going to be asked 9,000 times about <laughs> his injury. So, mm-hmm. uh, you know, he's, he's going to have to have his talking points down and be ready. And, um, you know, if, you, if you've interviewed Cam, which I know you have, mm-hmm. um, he's not always the easiest one to talk to in terms of ex- explaining the, the full depth of something. Um, but to me, my, my most interest is, okay, you know, not all ACL injuries are the same. Some are more minor, some are more, you know, extensive you know, what was cams, obviously, you know, Kyle is pretty optimistic that he's going to be on the same track record and be able to at least be in contention to be the starter on week one. Mm-hmm. Um, but that to me, that, that it matters more. I, I like, I, I obviously care to report on, you know, the status of cam, but I'm more interested in what type of injury it was. Yeah. Like, was, it, was it extensive? Was it, you know, not as bad. He had some knee issues before he even had the ACL injury. And so that's what hampered him, especially in that Oregon game. So I'm curious to see kind of his feeling on that and what he feels, you know, it's, it's still going to be pretty generic, but I'm curious to hear what he says, but going to your other point, you know, with Florida, you know, that's, that's obviously going to be that big marquee game that the, the Utah and cam rising specifically wants to be able to get. So if cam's healthy, you know, you, you have to imagine whether he, he admits to it or not, this is a game that he has circled simply for that retribution, right? He understands that, you know, things weren't perfect. And obviously that defense, you know, Kyle Whittingham called it soft, um, it wasn't fully on the offense. And if anything, the offense put Utah into play. But at the same time, the fact that as a quarterback where you feel like you want to be on top of your game, especially, you know, in coming into the season that they had to end that game, your first game of the season like that, that hurts, right? You know, it, it's always going to hurt. So, you know, I'm curious to see what, what Cam has to say about that. I, once again, I don't think there's going to be any like outlandish statements and I don't think he's going to try to make some uh, locker room fodder for Florida not that they need it. These two teams, you know, they really want to win. But, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, I, I, I am interested in that regard because I think that first game is always going to be the one that, that kind of is the telltale sign for how that season goes. If Utah comes in there and stomps Florida, you know, that, that's obviously a good thing for Utah. If, if they struggle, um, you know, it, it, it's a little bit harder to tell. I think, you know, we, we got to learn a lot about what Utah's team was last year, especially on the defense based on that Florida game. So, uh, I, that's more what I'm looking at for Cam. Maybe not necessarily what he says, but kind of the in, indications that he's giving as to how this team's approaching it. 
You're so right. You have to take a nuanced kind of approach to all of this because they're not going to give you exactly what you want as word for word because they've been trained by Coach Witness staff. They just don't want to reveal much to the media in general. And to your point, especially, they do not want to just give bulletin board material to Florida. Mm -hmm. So Pam's not going to come up there and say, well, we know we're the way superior team. And if just that didn't happen, you play that game nine times, we win the other, you play that game 10 times, we win nine of them. Like he's not going to say that. He's going to say, Things like we wish we would have gotten that one, just things along that line. So you're right. Just when you guys are listening in general to the media day stuff, kind of looking between like not strictly per saying like word for word what they're saying, but what the overall kind of underlying message is. And that's how I think you get the most out of it in general. So we hit on Kyle Winningham, we hit on Cam Rising, but we are going to hear from two other members of the Utah Utes, just athletic program in general in Cole Bishop and Mark Harlan. We're going to talk about what they will be telling us at media day and a little bit thing on the PAC 12 media rights deal. Cause commissioner Kalyakov will be standing out in front of the media and he's not going to have a media rights deal to talk about. So we're going to discuss what he is going to be saying about all of that in a moment. But first want to talk to you guys about our friends at, eBay Motors. For a championship team, it's all about making sure every player is a perfect fit. It's the same when it comes to your vehicle. Every part needs to fit just right. So the next time you need parts and accessories, head to eBay Motors. With eBay Guaranteed Fit, you can be sure every part you need fits right the first time around. Just add your ride to the My Garage and look for the green check to know the part will fit or your money back because just like sports, confidence is the name of the game when you shop on eBay Motors. And with over 122 million parts to choose from, you'll be back in the game in no time. After all, it's easy to bring home a win when the right parts are guaranteed. Get the right parts, the right fit, and the right prices on ebaymotors.com. Let's ride. eBay, guaranteed fit, only available on U.S. custom customers. Eligible items only. Exclusions do apply. So make sure you guys head over to eBay Motors to get in on all those great offers. Josh, before we dive back in talking about the Utah football stuff, let's talk a little bit about what just what Commissioner Kalikoff is going to be doing. I remember I had Spencer McLaughlin, the host of the Locked On Pac-12 podcast, on my show earlier, and we just thought, man, it just be, would be very interesting to go into the media rights deal, uh, media rights day, excuse me. And gosh, Josh, I'm, I'm what, 20, 30 minutes he's going to stand out in front of the media, right? Yeah. Yeah, 20, 30 minutes he's going to stand out there, not have a media rights deal. And he's just going to, he'll have an opening statement where he'll, I'm curious to say, see what he will say. Like, will he be like, I'm not going to take questions on it. I feel like he will take questions. He's just going to be very creative in answering them in terms of he's not going to give everyone any, anything, but still talk about it for each question for like four minutes overall. But, uh, you know, Ross Dellinger of Yahoo Sports now did report that this is something that will probably stretch into August at this point. It's not going to be something where we're going to see a big confetti explode or whatever and surprise the media deal is done and we're announcing it right here, right now. So I am very curious just to hear kind of like what we talked about with Utah football, right? Like, He's not going to word for word. You're not going to get like a date on it like that. But I am curious just how confident he sounds in getting it done because being up there for 20 to 30 minutes is a long time to kind of just talk about something in general while having to not reveal so much of this whole situation, Josh. Yeah, he I mean, he knows that this is going to be the focus. Right. And I think mm -hmm. that's what a lot of people really wanted the Pac-12 to kind of avoid, right? Like this is a year where the Pac-12 is arguably at its deepest. It's got, you know, some phenomenal talent, especially mm -hmm. at the quarterback positions, reigning Heisman. You know, you've, you've got a lot going for this conference this year. And unfortunately, that's going to still be overshadowed by a media right still that for the most part generally isn't something that people care too much about. You, you know, in the past, this is something that, yes. you know, maybe they announce it at, you know, the beginning of the Pac-12 media day and, and everybody moves on with their day and it's a short little line item in a, in a story. Um, but it's become kind of this weird um, chaos that that has existed in college football where it becomes the most important thing. And so 
you know, if Klyavkov and, and anybody else that's speaking up there, including Mark Carlin, get up there thinking they're not going to field questions, I mean, you know, <laughs> they're, they're sorely mistaken. <laughs> so, um, you know, it, you know, I think he's going to try to position the conference in a way where they don't need to talk about that. He'll, he'll address it, right? Like he has to. And, you know, the, according to some reports, the, you know, he's, he's addressing, uh, you know, the stakeholders today down in Vegas and kind of mm-hmm. giving them an updated understanding of what's going on. You know, that could just be a, another one of those checkbox, Id- checks, checkbox items that, uh, you know, they have to do to be able to continue to move forward. Or this could be, you know, kind of the last thing that they need to be able to move forward. We'll, we'll find out, hopefully. Um, but, you know, you're, you're not going to get some big things from him. I think he's going to address it. He's going to try to, you know, maybe address some of those questions. But he's really going to try to push the strength of this league, right? His big uh, effort when he first got in as the conference commissioner was to make football the main priority. And and for you know his point, he's he's done that to the extent that football has grown. You know he's he's in, emphasized this with the university presidents to say, okay, football has to be the dominant sport, uh, make it the focal point. You know he's putting it in Vegas, so I think he's really going to lean in on that. But uh, you know this is going to be one of those things where he where. He, he has to address it at least. I don't know that we're going to get anything other than, you know, maybe we're close or (laughs) something, Um, but it's not going to be something barring, you know, some miraculous event where, like you said, the confetti does come out and they unveil it, which I don't, I don't think is going to happen. It's going to be a lot of nothing. Get a Vegas performer, one of the magicians, magicians to come out there, just pull the media rights deal out of a hat or something like we did it. <laughs> All right, this is your media rights deal. Yeah. <laughs> and to your point too, like his opening statement is going to really dive into and address the situation with once again, without giving us an answer. Mm-hmm. And then he's going to be like, maybe in the back of his mind a little bit, he'll be like, I'm glad I addressed it. And then like the next 10 questions he will field will all be media rights deal related, just asked in different ways to kind of get a creative different answer out of him. So it's going to be interesting to hear what he says, but uh, he's not going to be the only one in attendance that's going to have to answer a media rights deal. In fact, I'm actually even sure like Kyle Whittingham will be asked. He's just going to shoot it down right away and say, hey, I'm just worried about my football team right now. But one person who won't shoot it down and give a little bit more of an answer who's in attendance is Mark Harlan. I, I think it's very interesting that we're going to get to hear from Mark Harlan on this. I expect him to stay pretty strongly committed to the Pac-12 or just maybe the Pac-10 right now with what's going on with San Diego State as well, that I feel like he's going to remain pretty strongly committed. But I'm very curious to hear from Mark Harlan revolving this situation in general as he's kind of been – he had one of the most outspoken quotes, I think, not too long ago when he just totally shot down a report saying something about Utah looking elsewhere or whatever. So I, I do think that he is going to give some very interesting quotes down at Pac-12 Media Day. But what are you curious to talk to Mark Harlan about? Yeah, I mean, I mean, first off, I, mean, I think this is one of those things where, you know, the league is frustrated with the reports that have gone out there, right? Like you've seen the, the different tactics to try to combat some of the stuff that the, the Big 12 is spewing out there and, and some of the national reports that were coming out there. Um, you know, Mark's obviously, you know, it's been a few months now, but on Twitter, you know, he's taken to Twitter and 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 kind of refuted some of those things as well. So it, it'll be interesting. I think that the biggest point here is that he is the first athletic director that will be available to the public in, in a different capacity. There's been a few athletic yeah. directors and presidents that have kind of spoken one off to their respective local media. But this is the first time we actually get to hear from an athletic director where everybody gets to answer que- or ask questions and, and do it. So uh, you know, obviously the media rights is going to be the issue. Expansion is going to be the issue. Um, you know, Utah's loyalty, especially to the Pac-12, which, you know, we're not going to get any difference about how they're, you know, they're all in sync and, you know, they're all working together to get this deal. But I think there's going to be a lot of questions related to that that helps as well as, you know, maybe what other issues are, are affecting the Pac-12. And, 
And quite honestly, there's not really many other issues right now affecting the Pac-12 other than these meteorite deals or conference expansion. And so I think, you know, Mark, Mark's going to get inundated with a lot of those questions as a sitting AD, you know, that that's an important thing for him to be able to be the voice of the rest of the athletic directors out there and, and convey what, you know, the conference is actually doing. Klavkov's going to get up there and he's going to give his statement. But at the end of the day, Klavkov's in a lot of ways, just a figurehead, right? He's, mm-hmm. he's not the one making the decisions. Yeah. You know, Mark Harlan's not making the decisions to an extent. It's obviously the presidents and the chancellors and all, all of them, but he's, he's the one that's in the room that's helping that, right? Klyavkov mm-hmm. is kind of the one there overseeing it and making sure that everything moves along. But Mark Harlan's going to be the the man in the middle, so to speak, trying to, to kind of get this done. So I'm really curious to see what Harlan says, just based off of that, you know, what his messaging is and what the conference is wanting to do. You know, they're going to be in lockstep. They're not going to stray too far from each other unless, you know, Utah has something up their sleeve and they decide to like bounce the conference and announce it in the middle of that, which would be pretty yeah. dramatic. But uh, I, I don't imagine anything like that. So you know, it's. It, I imagine this is still going to be one of those media days where you know everybody's excited to hear what they say, but there's still going to be a lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a few updates, but um, I mean, I think it's it's nice to be able to at least have an athletic director up there that that we can talk to, that's at least going to give us his perspective on how he's managing this this situation. Someone is going to write a story about like a lot was said, but really nothing was. I, I know that's going to be a title that someone is going to put out there because that's basically every media day, though. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a nice show. And, and you, you and I were even talking before. It's just really unfortunate, like Deion Sanders um, and hopefully Coach Prime makes quick, quick recovery with what he's going through. But I think there was a lot of excitement about having him down there for the media day, just as what people are a lot of really curious about this Colorado football team. And unfortunately won't be in attendance. So uh, there was even like any other questions not related to a media day, media deal stuff. It might've been about that. And unfortunately uh, that was taken away, but uh, getting back to football, especially, I, I think it's really cool that Cole Bishop also gets an opportunity to come down and come to this too, because he's been a guy just, I think Utah fans understand his value, but I think a lot of other people don't understand his value. I think most people would forget he led the team in tackles last year overall. And uh, I think the biggest thing I'm curious to hear from Cole about, because I know he's going to be asked about this, is how he has a de- how he feels the defense will do replacing Clark Phillips the third. And I know he's going to be confident in that, and he's going to name names. I am curious which names he's going to name. Is he going to do the thing where he's just going to give us the entire defensive backfield? Is he going to say like, hey, Sione Vaki is going to be back by me? He's a dog, or is he going to talk, shout out D- Devon, or excuse me, Zamaya Vaughn and JT Broughton, what they bring? He's going to bring up Miles Battle. He's going to talk about the Smith Snones, the CJ Blockers overall. But I'm also just excited to hear from Cole, like kind of what his goals are with some of those guys who have been starters for a few years. Now I'm curious to see, hey, does he is he going to say like, no, I want to be first team All Conference, I want to try to be an All American this year, and obviously we want to try to win Pac-12 championship. Those are the goals we can kind of expect. But I'm always still curious to see what these guys are going to say. What are you kind of looking? to get out of Cole during Pac-12 media days. Yeah. Cole's another one of those guys that, that he isn't, uh, he, he isn't going to say anything outlandish and he's not going to try to, you know, make, make headlines or anything. He's, he's, I, I don't want to say he's shy by any means because he's not, it's just more, he's, he's reserved. That's probably the better. Reserved is a great word. Mm-hmm. And so like, you're going to get a lot of, uh, you know, uh, simple answers, uh, but he's a very smart individual that understands what that defense needs to do. And so, you know, for for him, you're going to have to pry out a little bit more of what what you need to be able to get some of those answers. And I think, you know, like you mentioned, you know, this is going to be a situation where, you know, he's going to address how this defense has improved or at least maybe, you know, what has gone on in the room since then. I, I think you can look back to the beginning of the season last year where they were in Florida, where there was a lot of mistakes. And, you know, the, the guy next to him, you know, had a, had some issues trying to be able to, to kind of stop some tackles and read the, 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 the defense. 
Um, you know, this is a situation where the, the team progressed and, and they, they moved forward by the end of the year where when they were in the Rose Bowl, even though the Rose Bowl wasn't really a great indication of that defense, they had improved, you know. And so I think it, it, it's kind of trying to highlight that with Cole to say, you know, how have you improved from that moving forward and, and, and show us, you know, I mean, who are the guys that, that, that are helping that? And I think you're right. You know, Sione Vaki is going to be the guy that people talk about, you know, Miles Battle, Lavani Damuni, these new guys that, that people are interested in, they're going to have some focus. And so I'm curious to see what his, his take is on that, you know, how this defense is improving. I think based on the, the makeup that the 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 team ha- or the coaching staff has has made with this this could be a very diverse defense that that you know Morgan Scally has a lot of availability to him that he can kind of fit the scheme of pretty much any Pac-12 team so i'm curious to see if Cole sees that if he's able to kind of vision that and you know what his progress is, has made so um it, it's not going to be the highlight right i mean Cam and, and Kyle Whittingham are going to be the highlight Cole's kind of going to be the afterthought unfortunately um, which is kind of Utah's defense all the time. It's just kind of the given, you know, Utah's defense is going to be stout. It's going to be good. It's going to do whatever it needs to. And so you're, you're probably not going to get a lot from him, but I think there's a lot of important questions that need to be asked and answered um, in relation to that, to have confidence in Utah potentially going for a three. Yeah, it is going to be interesting to hear and just see what Cole and everyone else for the Utah football program has to mention. Josh, I'm just curious, since you will be in attendance, is there anything else that we haven't talked about as it relates to Pac-12 Media Day that you're curious about just to learn maybe? Uh, I mean, I think it's it's looking at who's going to separate, right? Like in a few hours, we're going to find out you know who the media poll is and, and kind of what's going to go on there. I think everybody's expecting USC to kind of be the the top dog in this, this conference, uh, if not just for their offensive talent and Caleb Williams. Um, but I think there's a four-team race here, especially five um, that, that could happen, where these teams were, you know, we're curious to see what who has the the edge, who's going to be the one at the end. And, you know, is Utah going to be there again? Is it going to be USC, Washington, Oregon, maybe even Oregon State? So I, I, I think those are kind of the questions that that probably should be the ones that are the focus, right? I mean, mm-hmm. Dion was obviously going to be the the kind of the the entertainment value and, and kind of understanding what he's done at Colorado. But at the end of the day, Colorado's still going to be near the bottom of the conference. So uh, barring some miraculous, you know, change in, in Colorado, but, you know, I think, I think that's going to be the focus. How do these teams, especially in those, those four, maybe five teams really kind of separate themselves to really showcase who's going to, to dominate. And, and we may not find out, to, you know, tomorrow, we may not find out until November, um, but I think that's probably the most intriguing as as which team is going to kind of be the one to take take charge. Mm-hmm. And you, you said you're referring to the just the media's ranked the the teams where they're going to place at in the poll overall. If I had to guess, I'm going to say, do you think you, I think Utah's going to end up at four? If you had to I, guess, do you think that's fair? It, I could. I mean, I see yeah. three is probably their their strongest bet, um, but mm-hmm. I could see them anywhere from two to four. One seems kind of out of the question, mostly because of Cam, but um, yep. three is kind of where I'm expecting them, and and we'll see if that's that's where they land. Yeah, there's a lot of hype, obviously, just around the other various programs in the Pac-12, especially USC, Washington with the quarterbacks they return, and even Oregon in that extent, and Dan Lanning's second year with Bo Nix back. Uh, that defense should be a little improved as well. So that's another one, too. And uh, before I, I do have a final question I want to ask you, Josh, but just because we're just talking about Pac-12 stuff in general, they did release the first and second team for the preseason all-conference teams. I'm just curious, what was your biggest surprise looking at that list? Um. I don't know the biggest surprise, maybe Karenny Reed at linebacker. Um, I, I think he's, he's done a lot to be able to establish himself as, as uh, being, uh, you know, 
a top end talent. Um, I was a little surprised, you know, he was voted as a first team defensive mm-hmm. player. I think he's deserving of it, but I think, you know, that's going to be interesting uh, to me, you know, as a voter in that I, I was a little surprised that the PAC 12 or Utah, I don't know who it was. I haven't actually confirmed that yet. There was no running backs from Utah listed as, as potential players that, to be able to be selected. So, you know, I think Utah fans are really high on Jaquindon Jackson and, and obviously expect him to do some great things this year. But I was a little surprised that, you know, even like a Makai Bernard or, or even Jalen Glover couldn't get into to some of that realm. And I understand, you know, Jalen Glover hasn't had a lot of uh, reps mm-hmm. to be able to be there. But uh, the fact that none of them were listed as a potential option, it, it kind of gave me some pause. But that's, that's kind of what I looked at. I, I think it's a, it's a good overall first and tech, second team. It's preseason look, right? Like there's still a lot of guys that, you know, they're going to stay on there. There's going to be guys that, that fall off of it. But I think all in all, it was a pretty well thought out uh, a list that, that the voters put out. I agree. And like you said, I think it's one of those things where the, the type of year we expect Jaquindon Jackson to have, he very well could make it onto one of these teams. And uh, it's always different to look at the start to the end of the season, how these teams play out, right? Like uh, Josh, correct me if I'm wrong. I'm pretty sure Tavion Thomas was the first team preseason pick last year. And obviously going into the year before back to 2021, he wouldn't have even been, I don't even know if he would have been on the ballot at that time. So that's where this thing can always change and fluctuate so much. But one thing that doesn't change and fluctuate is Kyle Whittingham and Kyle Whittingham, how he deals with the media in general. So yesterday with Michelle, uh, Josh, when I had her on the show, we talked about just how we kind of predict Kyle will answer the questions about Cam and Brant's health. What I had said for my answer was, I think he's going to say, well, they're making good progress. And then he's going to totally change the conversation and say, you know, Cam and Brand are just tremendous football players. Then he's going to talk about all the great things that Cam Rising has done as a leader too. And just, he's just a sensational quarterback who just makes plays. Uh, may even mention how he's not like the sexiest thrower of the football, but he always gets results. And then I think he's going to talk for Brand. He's going to be like, you know, people forget how good Brand Keithy is because of how good Dalton Kincaid was. And then he's going to end it back with, yes, they're making good progress. And we expect to have both of them ready by the football game. That's kind of how I think that answer is going to play out to those questions. How do you see it playing out? I mean, you, you, you took it right there. I mean, I don't know. I think I don't, I don't think he's going to steer too far away from that. Right. I think you're going to hear Whittingham say, you know, Cam's making the necessary progress that he needs to, you know, we'll find out if he's ready, you know, he'll still kind of hedge his bet a little bit there to kind of give him an out if, if Cam isn't ready. Um, But yeah, you're not going to get too far into that. Right. Like you said, he's going to focus on their accomplishments. You know, Cam's the leader of the team. You know, he's as you, you know, Cam goes is how Utah goes, but if he's not ready, oh. they've got great quarterbacks, you know, I mean, they're, they're going to be fine. And, and Brant, I, 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 it's funny that you mentioned that, you know, people forget that comment. I think that's probably going to be there. So, uh, you know, Kyle, <laughs> Kyle over the years, he's, he's very uh, rote in how he does things. And, and it's, it's not, it's not a bad thing. I think he, he truly believes that. And he's been so weathered down by, uh, you know, being able to speak in the media that he just knows what's to say to be able to give enough without giving too much. So, um, I don't expect too much, but you know, there's every once in a while, a little nugget that he throws in there that you're like, Oh, okay, maybe I can work with that. So, uh, it, it'll be pretty much what you said, but I'm hoping that there's some little nuggets in there that we get. And maybe he, he divulges a few things that, uh, you know, every once in a while he's, he's open to do. That's a good one that you said, what you said too about he's going to say, we're going to, we go as cam goes. That's like a total Kyle Whittingham quote. He's said that multiple times. So I, I like that one as well. I think that'll uh, make its way in there too. But with PAC 12 media day means we're just that much closer to the PAC 12 season and Utah football season in particular, Josh. And if people do want more Utah football coverage, where should they head over to? Yeah, you can follow me on KSL.com or on Twitter at J for KSL. We'll be posting a lot of stuff as the season ramps up and I uh, look forward to starting this again. It's, it's the unofficial start to the season on Friday. So I'm, I'm looking forward to actually writing about something instead of uh, just hypothetically talking about stuff that we don't know about. 
I think we all are. I'm not writing about it, but I know I'm ready to start talking about some games as well. So it's exciting that it's finally closing in. Josh, we appreciate you for joining us. Hey, thank you. That's going to do it for today's edition of Locked On News. Hope you guys all enjoy Pac-12 Media Day, and we will be back Monday reacting to all the comments made by Commissioner Kalyakov, Kyle Whittingham, Cam Rising, Cole Bishop, and even Mark Harlan. We'll see you on Monday. Have a great weekend.